Hello and welcome to a special episode from First and Ten. We're doing a special preview for the Jags and the Bills from Bills Training Camp. Uh, I'm here, Ollie. Joined, we're joined again by Dave. Dave, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. And good to be Yeah, finally, <laughs> finally get to see your face. And Ash, the same for you as well. Nice to see your face. Nice to see you too, pal. Quick one round the corner for you. Yeah, exactly. It's just a ten-minute drive down down to the Grove. Um, it's you know, it's not that posh where I live, but this this is pretty I mean, posh. It is pretty posh, isn't it? Yeah. Every, all the security dressed in suits. Um, <laughs> not allowed to go anywhere without permission. This is about right. Um, so we've just interviewed. Well, we've just been part of the press conferences for Sean McDermott, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and Von Miller, and we will be posting those alongside this. You'll be able to listen to those today, and. We're just going to do a quick preview for the Jags and the Bills. Um, Dave, what are you looking forward to most about this game? I think it's just two really good teams. I think over the years we've had some iffy games. Um, you know, there's, there's not always been the most competitive games. I think this one could be competitive if the Jags turn up, which, you know, isn't guaranteed after the start of the season. But it's two teams that should be contending for the AFC. So, yeah, it's going to be good to see that, really. Yeah, it feels like a proper playoff game. I mean, it's, you know definitely a change to the games we were getting 10 years ago which ironically was Jaguars and the Bills but uh, Ash how do you see this game going? Well hopefully it's as good as the last Jags and Bills game because that was 34-31 I think with an Alan Hearns last minute TD so I mean we've had a slight I would say slight upgrade at quarterback between (laughs) EJ Manuel and uh, Blake Bortles to uh, Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen but so yeah I'm hoping that this is kind of like you just mentioned, kind of like a playoff game. That we're, what are we expecting from these two teams in the AFC? Um, we're expecting them to be quite high-powered offenses. Obviously, what they proved last year and, and part of this year. So I think that we could get to that sort of 34-31 range. Um, no, the defenses are good, but the the offenses when they are all firing, they will put up points. So I'm I'm really hopeful we're going to get to see something as good as uh, the last game. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously the Bills are coming off three big wins. Is there any concern that, you know, coming up a test against real opposition, you could say obviously the Dolphins are quite a strong team, but they didn't, they just sort of outlasted the Dolphins and then were able to build up quite a decent margin. Is there any concern if this is a close game that the Jags are going to stay in it, Dave? Um, I think the Bills are just a such a well-built team that I don't really have any concerns for the Bills but the Jags I don't know they just don't look right at the moment and yeah I would definitely have a concern about them I think more than the Bills the Bills just feel just good in every area they feel like they can win a game more than one way where if the, the Jags if you know if Trevor Lawrence isn't playing great then I'm not really sure what they've got right now so well that's as Von Miller was just saying they've got Messi at quarterback and then they've got depth across the offensive line the defensive line it is just an incredibly stacked team obviously a big loss with Tredavious White tearing his Achilles Ash how big a miss is that for them? I'd say that's a huge miss really I don't think anyone really picked that up at the press conference there wasn't much talk about how much of a miss Tredavious White's going to be especially because it looks like Zay, Zay Jones is back this week as well so they've gone from having Evan Ingram um, and Kirk and Ridley to contend with to now Zay as well because he, he was playing pretty well especially in the first game this year so there's a lot more to contend with for this uh, Bill secondary and I don't think many people touched on how much of a blow that really was uh, Tredavious Boyd going down so it'll be interesting to see how they recover from that and who kind of steps up um, so 
I think it's going to be one to definitely watch, and there'll be a key component to the. Uh, if the Jags do win, that'll be a key component to why they won. Yeah, it's definitely a big factor, as you mentioned. You know, no one really picked up on it at the press conference, but we did get to find out whether Von Miller likes fish and chips, so <laughs> yeah. at least there was that. Um, we'll move on to the Jags side of things. Obviously, you mentioned Zay Jones coming back, Jamal Agnew's coming back. We've got quite a few players coming back from injury. Cam Robertson coming back from suspension. Are you expecting these to be massive differences for the Jags? I think sometimes they can be slight differences that just tips the balance. So I don't think it's like a huge, massive difference that he's back. But I think that these some some aspects where there's a player back here or a slight injury here, they can, especially when two teams are relatively even in regards to they're both they both were looked at as playoff teams. They can sometimes tip the balance both ways. Obviously, Jags. You could argue have got maybe like a home field advantage. They've been here longer, so that tips the balance one way. Bills have got more depth to their roster, that tips the balance the other way. And there's these key components where you do think this could be an aspect where the Jags do have an advantage if they can get players like that back. Yeah, definitely. And if the Jags were to win this game, Dave, how do you see them doing it? Um, well, I think we saw against the Chiefs that they they were more than in that game. Like they had so many trips to red zone that ended in absolutely nothing and. I think a similar game plan to that, really. They, they did manage to keep the Chiefs under control, which you know, the Bills maybe have a better offence, I don't know, but like, right now, but, you know, both are great teams, and I think the Jags would be a similar game to that, just try and keep the offence under control and you know, just probably execute a bit better in the red zone and then they're there, aren't they, really? It's, I don't know. It's just I mean, just being a little bit better of everything, the Jags. They just look a little bit off. If they can just get it right and... As I said, they've been here a week, you know, like preps are probably a bit easier for them, but yeah, I think that's how they'd win it, just a similar game plan to the Chiefs, just try and keep, keep the offence off the field as much as possible. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, it always gets brought up, doesn't it, the factor of jet lag and are the Jags going to have that advantage? Do you think there's actually any difference in that, Ash, or are the, are the Bills going to be prepared for Sunday no matter what? I think they are prepared. I think it's been drilled into the, this sort of this roster now for probably two or three years that they are good enough to win the whole thing. It's just kind of maybe Miller touched on it that it's week to week that some things just don't go your way. But I think that the Bills, as a roster, I think that they're more than capable to be able to overcome coming in late so obviously they only came in Thursday nights of sort of Friday morning there was talk that Josh was tired and stuff so they only went through walkthroughs and stretches they'll do a few red zone stuff like um, Aaron Rodgers did last year where they talked about they just do red zone stuff and a bit of sort of mental mental revision really for these games and they've already prepped physically for them during the week over in Buffalo so I think that it won't be so much of a big deal but there is always parts of it where you think is it it would it have been better for them to come over and acclimatize really to the time zones and stuff but we're kind of find out i mean it wasn't it it didn't work for the packers last year when they lost to they flew over late and lost to the new york giants so it might not work for the bills either and you could argue that the packers were clear favorites and had a better roster that that game so it will come it'll all come down to when they do it on the field but they're pretty even side so it, I, I still think that the bills really have enough to do it yeah it's definitely a close matchup will be interesting to see who comes out on top on this one. Ash, who have you got picked for this one? I've got the Bills on my uh, pick'em. I think that they just got too much really for, for the Jags, but it will be it will be an interesting game for sure. Dave, who you picked? Yeah, same for me. I think, I think the Bills, as I said earlier, just a more complete team. I think there's more ways for the Bills to win it. I feel more confident in them. So I think 
I think I came into the season a bit under the radar, and I think that maybe suits them a bit to be a bit of a... I don't know underdog's the right way of putting it, but, you know, just not quite so fancied. I think when we first did this, like, last year, like, the first time we all did the big group podcast, I mean, everyone basically picked Josh Allen to be MVP and the Bills to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> like, a year, a year later, not a lot's really changed for that team. They're not that different of a team than they were then, but I don't think anyone picked them this year. I don't think anyone was sort of fancying them too much, but... Yeah, I think it suits them to be that bit of a an underdog team. I think Sean McDermott probably likes that sort of side of it, you know, fire them up a bit more. So, yeah, I, I just think the Bills are more complete and, yeah, I just really like the way they're going right now. It's somewhat of a poison challenge, our, uh, our preview, isn't it? Because I think this year, me, you and Russell picked Joe Burrow to be yeah. MVP. <laughs> yeah, we so did, yeah. We, we, uh, we don't seem to have much luck with those. Um, all the reason my fantasy team stinks. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, those calf injuries, you just can't do much about them. But yeah, so the Bills, I, I think I'm going to take them as well on this one. Um, as we've mentioned, just the strength and depth, I, I just think there's much more there on the Bills. Jags have got some great players. I just don't know if they... they, they like the Bills' defensive line in particular, I just, I just look at it, I'm like, they're so, they're so strong there. It's the reason why they're joint leaders in the league in sacks. You know, even if they are missing Tredavious White... I still think the rest of the defence, there's enough there to make up for it and give the secondary less time to have to stick to the receivers and just make it easier for them that way. Um, yeah, so we're all taking the bills on this one, so definitely going to be a Jags win. <laughs> um, and yeah, so the, as I said before, press conferences will be up on the channel along with this. Just uh, that's about that's about does this preview, this special preview, special episode for the Jags and the Bills. Um, Dave, have you got any parting words for us? Um, I mean, normally I'll just mention Mac Jones at this point, but I'm going to just ignore him this time. And Why even bring him up? He's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, he just, just, he, just, he, he just lives him, in my head now. He just, uh, he's in there. But, I mean, I think I'm just going to back Stefan Diggs for a touchdown this week because, you know, he said he's got a special celebration planned, didn't he? So, you know, you've got to back someone who's got a celebration planned to score. Mm. But, so yeah, Stefan Dex score a touchdown. Get all your money on it. I, f- I feel like the fact he has got the celebration plan means we're also almost definitely not going. To, or he's going to he's going to do it, and then there's going to be a flag or something. Or um, he'll do it. It's just rubbish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just nothing about it. It's, yeah. it's just like a Frank Lampard pointing to the sky or something. Yeah. And that's all it is. Uh, Ash, any parting words for us? Uh, I just hope that we get a similar game to, like I said, the, in scoreline wise to the the last game they played over here, thirty-one thirty-four. So definitely be taking the over. I think on this one, try and get a. a a high scoring game hopefully at Tottenham and it'll be a, a good showpiece for uh, London games again I think that was like the best London game we've had that game it was really it was good. like loads of turnovers it was really good, there's like pick sixes the, like, the, the teams were terrible yeah. but the game was great awful game like, awful team yeah. great game it's like watching a League 2 match yeah. like yeah. Stockport versus Cambridge yeah. and you come back and it was, it was 8-7 oh my god <laughs> better than Man United Liverpool that was 0-0 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost—it's underestimated how entertaining two bad quarterbacks can be. Um, as long as the defense is good, of course, you've got to have that element. Otherwise, it's just nothing all round. But yeah, um, thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us at First and Ten underscore on Twitter, just to keep up to date with all of our coverage of the press conferences and the games. And we'll be back next week for another review. Thanks for listening. Right, just Dave here quick. Um, right, I'll, I'll intro all the different uh, players, but I just want to give a shout-out to Ollie in particular for going down to practice every day this week. 
uh, and getting all these great clips you're hearing and to Ash and Steve for going today. Um, I think Steve's going to be posting some uh, photos and stuff that we got from the practices. Um, you know, it was great to do this podcast live in person with these two guys. Um, first one we've done in a few years. I've only ever done one with Ross before. So yeah, it was good to uh, do them in person. But yeah, first up, we are going to get straight to Sean McDermott. He wanted to be selected to come over uh, and play an international game and, and um, grow the brand of the NFL and, and football and um, just um, an opportunity for our team to come over here and and uh, you know, perform at the highest level. So um, with that, I'll take your question. I mean, I think those are the things we can't control. Um, the number of games they've played here, their comfort level, um, you know, then being here a, a full week ahead of us or so, week and a half maybe. And um, so we focus on the things that we can't control. And uh, once we get into the moment, we're, we're going to be you know, competing, and, and that's what we need to do. Coach, seeing you both fast being exposed to that ball for the first time, how do you start the balls up here? Uh, uh, unique, I would say, unique. I mean, you're, you're going to experience it, I think, a number of, of the Bills Mafia, uh, a number of them are over here, and um, hopefully taking in the sights um, and having some fun, and then hopefully we can give them something to cheer about come game day. Um, 
it works for him. So we don't try and change him. And I think that's one of the greatest things about our culture, our environment, is we, we have certain guidelines, yes, but outside of that, we allow people to be themselves, and, and that's how you become the best version of yourself. Sean, I ask you, I guess, how do you guys feel today flying overnight? Uh, I know you're walking through after this. What's like kind of the plan for the rest of the day managing that situation to get out? Yes, right. So we just had, <clears throat> we're finishing up meetings and then we're about to go to a walkthrough practice. Normally we have a, <clears throat> excuse me, full speed practice on a Friday, but just because of the lack of sleep, perhaps for, for some guys on the plane, I um, just wanted to get them uh, moving, but in a walkthrough uh, pace and, and allow them to get a little bit of a mental, the mental work that we need as well. I mean, I think that, like you mentioned the word process, I think there's a lot that's gone into this, this planning of this trip um, from the NFL level, um, obviously from people here, uh, uh, the whole city and, and, and the grove here and what you know, this, this place is, it's beautiful. And like I said before, it's, this, is a, this is new for me and, and I think for a number of our players and staff. So what a great experience I and mean, this doesn't happen everywhere all the time so it's just pretty cool to be here and, and to see the different culture and hear the accents and um, you guys probably think that I have an accent and we have accents but um, like I said it's I feel like it's um, um, just a mutually beneficial experience for, for everyone and, and that we're happy to be here. Right I mean I just think overall, um, our sports science, our, our training staff, uh, right from really the night before a little bit with uh, the night before we left, we started to do some things. And then, and then when we got on the plane um, with some of the garments, some of the players were, were wearing to help uh, while they were flying because of the information that sometimes comes on from, from the flight. Um, so just trying to get some rest on the plane. I mean, I heard the, the flight attendants were um, commenting, uh, one flight attendant in particular had been through a number of overseas trips uh, with, with the NFL teams and said this was the quietest uh, team that he had heard because most people were trying to get some, trying to get some rest, but that's, that was important too because we had to push through today in order to try and adjust here and, and get on the same uh, time schedule. Coach, you approached the joke as uh, from a very human point of view in terms of how you care about the players well, I would say sometimes I'm more emotionally intelligent than others. Just ask my, my family. Um, but no, it, it is. I mean, you've got to be aware. Times have changed um, from, I guess, what a coach or how a coach was defined or the outline of a coach years ago. And um, I think just building relationships with the players, trying to get a better feel for where they're at what they have going on uh, at home, off the field. Um, our staff does a phenomenal job of helping me um, just build awareness for myself as to what, what people are going through. And, um, but even a trip like this, you know, it's some, some, some players and staff's families are here, some aren't. Um, and so there's just trying to be, no matter what scheme we have for a particular game plan, it really doesn't matter if, if the player's not in the right headspace. Sean, what's the status for Greg Rousseau Sunday? 
Pardon me? Greg Rousseau, Sunday yeah, status. Greg will be out. Anyone else with an injury designation? Um, there's one day at a time right now. We'll take it through the game at this point. How Don't know. One day at a time. Yeah, one day at a time. Is, so far, how has the first two days done? He's, he's, I, I think the biggest thing is the first day when you're coming off of an injury like that, you just, you want to get through it. And, and I, I, I applaud him for making it through that first practice because that's a, that's a milestone in and of itself um, because of the months and months of, um, and the hours of, of rehabbing. So I think that's really, really where we're at. And I think day two is better than day one. And um, it looks like he's continuing to get more comfortable. Sean. Yeah. Sean, when you guys leave here after the game Sunday, what impression do you hope to leave as far as the franchise goes? Not just the team, but as a franchise on the local teams. But I, you know, I think overall, and, and we don't have to change who we are. I mean, Win or lose, we want to come here and, and, and represent the Buffalo Bills, the organization of Western New York, the Bills fans across the really the world, um, and show people who we are and, and how we how we do things, um, and just the level of the level of class that we try and present ourselves with with on a day to day basis. And, and again, the results important, yes, uh, it is certainly important. Um, we put a lot of time into it. Um, but I'm just anxious for people to see, <clears throat> really, um, as you mentioned, what um, <clears throat> the bills stand for and how we do things, including our including our fan base. Sean, there's a lot of things you have to adjust to. The stadium, and we were there yesterday, it's set up as an NFL stadium. Is that, you know, going there tomorrow Sunday, is that a level of, I'd say, comfort or knowing that what you're going into looks and feels like a regular NFL stadium that's set up and everything. I mean, you see it on the film when you watch the Jaguars films in particular, multiple games, because they play their multiple games. So um, you just, you know, the NFL is not going to put us in a situation where it's not fit to be played on or played in. So we, have, we trust that confidence in, in them. And, um, and also this, I mean, these, these fields are, uh, for the best of the best, from what I understand, in the soccer world here. So um, we're very confident and look forward to the opportunity. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar. I, I don't know individual players necessarily, but I, like I said, I've watched uh, some of the uh, the Arsenal, um, what is it called? The uh, Premier League, not the Premier League, but the, um, the Amazon. Amazon. Uh, the Arsenal um, documentary, and uh, I found that pretty fascinating. Just watching another coach and how he handled his team, and um, and then obviously a little bit of the Ted Lasso thing. It's a twinge, although it's fiction. It's a twinge. Um, but yeah, I mean, just I think I think what you do is is you respect. Um, I mean, our players are great at what they do, and their players are great at what they do. So greatness respects greatness. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to watching that. I will. How impressed are you with the versatility of James? But bear in mind, last Sunday you got a pair between the 25 and Adam from my head, swung into Yeah, I mean, play action is important, but it all stems from getting the run game going, and, and uh, when you can run the football and control the line of scrimmage, 
which is a necessity for us every week, uh, it sets up a lot of things. Sean, there's a lot of influence on your new stadium that was directly drawn from the Tottenham Stadium where you guys are playing on Sunday. Is there anything in particular you're going to look for when you're there? Um, you know, again, I'll be so focused on, I know where you're coming from, and, and you're right. Um, the people that, that are connected with more of the stadium or more involved with the stadium process than I am, uh, they'll, be, they'll be more, I guess, dialed into that situation. I'm going to be dialed into the game. Josh, uh, over the last three games, has really um, played the position and, um, and, and really um, played it in a complete way. And so um, I look forward, forward to him continuing to do that um, at this level and um, through now what would be game number five of our season, but game number four of the stretch. John, you think back to when you played the Jags two years ago, Josh Allen uh, on their side, what are the problems? I believe he's got, let's see, he has six sacks already through four games. Uh, that's very impressive. Uh, appears highly motivated um, and confident. So he's a guy you've got to know where he lines up um, so that he does not wreck your game plan. Coach, you talked about uh, sports science. Uh, DeMar, how was he traveling? Was there extra precautions needed for him given his condition and, and how did he travel? Right, tomorrow, no, he's, um, he's done a phenomenal job, amazing story, uh, amazing young man with unbelievable mental skill, um, and just extremely proud of him and, and grateful that he's in the position that he's in. Um, obviously, way, I mean, light years from where he was um, seven, eight months ago. Well, we've talked about um, you know, inclusion before and diversity and everything. And to me, it boils down to um, you want the best of the best. And so, if you want the, if, if you're really, really looking for the best, that doesn't just stop you in, in the United States. You go, you go beyond that to find you know, who are the best. And so, whether it's an international player or someone in the, in the states, um, at the end of the day, this is. From a, from a United States standpoint, American football standpoint, it's supposed to be the best uh, in the world. So uh, we, we, uh, we welcome any and all. Sean, what's kind of been, I know you guys just getting in, but the reaction of the team, the bus ride, like being in a spot where for you guys is obviously so far away from home? Yeah, I mean, the, it's funny because these players are so, um, um, so decorated in, in what they do, but you know, you hear them on the plane, from the moment the flight attendants with their accents, uh, they're you know, impersonating the flight attendants, kind of having a good you know, back and forth. And then same thing that we drove uh, through here and walking through the airport, the same thing. So I, and, and some of them have, have traveled well, well beyond here even, but um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human, right? And so it's, uh, it's an eye-opening experience. <laughs> I don't know. I think we've had a couple Australian accents thrown out there too. Much. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta remind those guys that's that doesn't really work here. So. 
Uh, yeah, I think some of the guys are going to, they've got a little bit of a schedule after practice today to, to go uh, do some of the landmark sightseeing and experience the history a little bit. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've heard a lot about it, and this breakfast over here is pretty good, though, I can tell you that. <laughs> Sean, what would it mean to you to head coach that takes force to that first time in London? Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd be very honored. Um, there's a lot that goes that goes into any win, time, um, effort, uh, sacrifice, and, and to be able to do it here would, would certainly be an honor. I think it speaks for really who he is as a person. Um, certainly, we you know who he is as a player, but as a person. The, the his approach since since the injury, um, I think, is, has really uh, ratcheted up, and it, and it was there before, especially back home in Pittsburgh and where he's from. But since that time, he's really used now what's become a platform for him um, uh, to better you know those around him. In some ways, in some ways, pay it forward. How do we try and limit the damage? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's um, it just goes back to make, being a great decision maker, and that you know it doesn't just include where you throw the ball, where you throw the ball too. It's what you do when the ball is in your hands, and um, and so you know he knows at the end of the day what's the right way to play, and when it's when it's needed, when he does have to lower his shoulder um, situationally or. You also have Christian Wade in your squad. Is, is rugby something that you can learn from? Yeah, as a contact sport. We were flying in, and I saw. I think it was a rugby stadium, um, not too far far away from here. So, yeah, Christian was a great uh, player for us, uh, a joy to be around. And I think when he first, I think the first his first two touches as a Bill went for touchdowns. So I think that's a pretty good start. Right? <laughs> do you do you study rugby as another sport? Our scouting staff studies studies the rugby world a little bit and kind of keeps an eye on some of those players, so um, we'll count on them primarily. His leadership uh, has really ratcheted up this, this uh, going into this year, I would say. And not that he wasn't a leader before, but it's just continued to evolve, continued to develop. Um, from a maturity standpoint, from a vision standpoint, in terms of what he wants and the habits that one must have in order to achieve those goals. Sean, you're obviously focused so much, you know, game to game and week to week, but as a head coach in this league, what's your sense of the movement to grow this game internationally, like league-wide? Well, you can feel it. I mean, we're here, uh, there's a number of games here this, this season. Um, obviously, Atlanta and Jacksonville played last week, and I believe the Tennessee so, um, I mean, it used to be zero, and then it was one, and one was kind of an outlier, and now it's just every year in multiple, and it seems like it's only you know, continuing to grow and increase. So, um, it's funny, you know, we're driving from the airport to here, and I'm like, man, I'm looking at signs that say London or this. You know, I've coached in the league for a long time, and when I was young, just growing up outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and 
going to Seattle, Washington, in the States. I was like, man, this is pretty cool. Now, never ever did I think I'd be coaching um, in London, right, an NFL game. So, uh, like I said, what an honor, and it's amazing um, what the NFL does and how they do it and, and where it can take you. All right, next up we hear from Josh Allen. Um, all three of these player uh, press conferences were great. They all uh, had some great stuff to say. There were some less good questions in there, but uh, yeah, some good ones as well. But yeah, here is Josh Allen. First, I've heard of that. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm excited. This is my first international game. First time actually over here in in England, across the pond. So uh, another chance to showcase, you know, what American football is all about. Um, excited for. Uh, I know I've been told about the fans and how excited they are, you know, during the game and how loud they can get. So hopefully they'll be cheering for us and they're loud when the Jaguars are on third down and quiet when we're on third down. So uh, I guess we'll find out. Hey Josh, welcome to the UK. Um, there's a lot of talk about the Jags having the upper hand because they've already played here and they've been here throughout the week. But yourself and the Bills have had your own adversity playing the, the Browns in Detroit because of weather, having to play Detroit again, and then onto the Patriots and winning three games in the space of 12 days. So what do you say to that type of adversity that people are expecting you guys to have? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, on Sunday, it's the same game that we've been playing for however many long years, you know, ever since we were kids. It's the same game of football. Um, you know, we have a lot of leadership on this team that have been through certain types of situations, like you mentioned. You know, switching games last year and uh, different types of environments. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm tired right now. You know, <laughs> I didn't get much sleep on the plane. Basically, went straight to meetings and practice. But um, again, come Sunday, we, it's, it's whoever's going to execute the best. And you know, we've been listening to our sports science uh, staff that's in house and trusting what they're saying. Um, and just trying to make sure that our body clocks are aligned to the time zone here and just trying to get as, as much ready as we can to go on them. Josh, can you talk about that process? Because I know a lot of research went into it. You mentioned you're kind of dragging right now and you guys did a walkthrough to help maybe offset some of that. How is that going and, and what's your sense of and kind of how you feel in maybe your team? Yeah, I got some really good, I'm not a coffee guy, but they, coffee's really good. <laughs> it's pretty damn good. Um, so I'm, I'm caffeined out right now, um, sweating a little bit. But you know, just trying to make sure that you know, our guys are, are telling us to stay up today and not try to not try to sleep throughout the day because we don't be waking up at three or four o'clock in the morning. Um, so just making sure that we're staying awake, trying to trying to make this our bedtime late late tonight, and uh, you know have a good day of Saturday tomorrow and same thing. Stay up throughout the day, try to sleep when um, when the lights go out. Yeah, I mean, um, those player of the week awards, obviously, I think it's a, it's more so a team stat. They, they typically only give those to guys on teams that win that week. So I take that more so as like we won the game. That's all that matters. Um, and I, I did my part to contribute for our team. You know, we had a lot of guys that, that played extremely well. Our defense played um, fantastic. Stephon Diggs had three touchdowns, so you can't just attribute it to, to one guy and being the player of the week. And those those things are cool, um, but that's that's not why I play the game. And but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play in front of the crowd come Sunday, and like I said, show what American football is all about. So Josh, this is your first time playing in the UK. So what's like some of the nuances that you think you're going to be expecting in your first game? 
Um, just in terms of the crowd, you know, the energy levels and how they react to certain plays. Um, you know, it being kind of a, a obviously it's a soccer country, right? Or football country. Apologize. Uh, um, I, I, I hear they get super loud when we kick the ball, like our field goals and punts, and um, so that's going to be exciting. You know, those guys don't get enough love. I think Keybass and and Sam, um, they're playing extremely good, extremely well right now. So for them to get some some crowd noise, I think it'll be fun for them too. Play football by Wyoming. How far removed is it from London? I mean, even where I grew up, right? I was on the West Coast um, in, the, in the States, out there in California, a small town called Fireball. So, um, although this kind of resonates with me, it's it's a lot of countryside, which that's kind of where I'm from. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm excited to be here. Like I said, it's my first time. I wish I had a little bit more time to go explore, go explore London for that matter. Um, but I'll, I'm sure I'll come back here at some point in the off season. Get that done. Josh, Sean said that I, I, some of you guys were going, going to go down and see some of the landmarks this afternoon. Maybe it's part of trying to stay up and be active and that sort of. Are you going to take part? Um, I'm not sure if I'm going out there yet. Um, I know I got some a lot of media to <laughs> take care of, so I don't know if I'm going to make the bus. Um, but I'll, I'm sure I'll find something around these parks that'll keep me up. Uh, there's a nice little course right around the corner, I think. That maybe maybe we get out there, maybe not. Maybe just ride around and enjoy the countryside too. So we'll see. Jake isn't quite familiar with London. I've played in the UK regularly. What sort of challenge are you expecting from them and Trevor Lawrence this Sunday? Yeah, I mean, Trevor's playing at a high level right now. Um, they're a playoff team. Um, their Josh Allen is playing really well coming off a three-stack performance. Um, you know, so they, they got a very tough defense. we got to make sure that we're holding on to the football and being smart when we take our chances. Um, and then have a plan for, for their D-line. they got a really good D-line, and, and uh, their linebackers and DBs are playing really solid behind them. So um, just making sure that we're going to go out there and have a good game plan and try to execute it to the best of our abilities. Josh, how are you feeling about coming up against the Josh Allen who wants to hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he got me last time pretty good. Uh, I think he had a, a sack, a fumble recovery, and an interception against me the, the last time we played him. Um, you know, me and him, we kind of go back in, into college uh, we were both kind of names that people were talking about, and I think he had messaged me on Instagram and said, "That's a you know way to rep the name, you know, us being the same name." So that was pretty cool. So we we had messaged each other a few times before that, um, and uh, he's you know he's playing really good football right now. So he, he's a fun player to watch as a as an opposing quarterback. You know, we got to make sure that we have a plan for him. Josh, just how special is your relationship with your friend, your brother, and your teammate, Stefan Diggs? Yeah, it, it's awesome and. Um, you know, on the field, I feel like we're still continuing to get better, and he's playing at such a high level right now. I got so much trust and so much faith in him. Um, you know, on game days, he, he brings a lot of juice to our offense and into our team. You know, and, and off the field, obviously, we're, we're really good friends and um, got to do quite a few things together. You know, we're on the Sports Illustrated issue together, which is pretty cool. So, uh, but as you can tell, like our team is very tight with each other. Our locker room's awesome. We have a lot of fun, and uh, you know, we just we just love being around each other. And I don't think you get that in every locker room, but us being in Buffalo, it's a, it's a pretty small town in the states, and there's not a whole lot to do. But we spend a lot of time with each other, you know, off the field, and I think that helps us on the field as well. Josh, you guys have put up 35 points in three straight games, twice in Bills history, 2004, 2021. That's been four games in a row, so you can replicate that. In terms of the offense, obviously you were on that 2021 team. 
you think this is the most dynamic Bills offense you've been on when obviously James Cook's emerged this year? You've got Gabe Davis, Diggs. Just be great to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it's the most um, versatile and balanced offense I've been on. You know, having James having kind of a little bit of a breakout now, and um, obviously we knew what he was capable of, but him going out there and proving it, adding Latavius and Damian Harris, um, they've been two great additions to that running back room. Having you know Hardy and, and Sherfield, you know, adding them in with Shakir, um, Khalil and Steph and Gabe, and then drafting Dalton and pairing him with, with Dawson, I think that's a uh, you know, we got a lot of guys that are, are very smart football players that can play different positions, and we have a lot of faith in them. So when they go out there, I, I'm not second-guessing where they're going to be. Um, and as a quarterback, that's so so vital in an offense. You know, when you can trust them and throw a ball because you know they're sitting down at nine yards, I'm, I'm hitting my third step, and I'm trusting that they're going to get there. Um, so we're, we're doing a good job of that. we got to continue with that. Josh, Josh, Coach Sean talked about you guys doing English accents on the plane. Do you care to share what your best English accent is? Oh, no. <laughs> I do a, a pretty good Australian accent. Um, Go ahead. My Brit uh, maybe one day, maybe one day. But my British accent, I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't do it for some reason. Um, but there's some, Gabe Davis, when he comes up here, I don't, is he coming up here? Uh, I think so. He does a good British accent, so make sure Gabe, Gabe will do it for you too. I'm, I'm a little shocked. So. Did you grow up um, maybe reading Harry Potter or listening to the Spice Girls? Anything related to London? Not, not uh, necessarily. Um, I don't know how big. I would assume it's big here, uh, but Peaky Blinders is like my favorite TV show of all time, and I'm a big Killian Murphy fan. So. Um, as I've watched that, I feel like my accent got a little bit better. But I, I got to maybe rewatch it a couple times to feel like I'm comfortable with it. Josh, what has been your impression? I know you guys haven't been here long, but just coming in on the bus, just seeing, you know, obviously we're so far away from Western New York, just how different things really are. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously we're staying at a, a, an extremely beautiful place. And I know some guys, like everybody was alluding to earlier, are going downtown to, to check out London. Um, yeah, I'm just, again, we're here for, for one, one job, and that's to go win a football game. Um, but it's really cool to experience this and experience a different culture. And um, breakfast this morning was fantastic. I don't know English if it's, breakfast? Huh? English breakfast? I don't know what type of breakfast it was. <laughs> I would assume so. Anyway, it was pretty dang good. No, no beans and toast, though. No beans and toast. Josh, in the words of Kay Adam for being at you in the UK, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not too often. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Josh, I, more? Yeah. Uh, I know the travel has, must have been tiring, so I took the time to like make a play for you guys. It's called the Big Ben. It's oh, 100%er. Yeah. I tried it on Madden. Okay. Do you, you want to like elaborate it together? Yeah, we'll uh, just go ahead and send, them, send me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's a quick trips left, stack right. We've got the tight end on the right. You gotta have like a running back on your right. You just you just gotta like act before this snap. It's kind of like a Philly special. You gotta scream at Stephon like, "Hey, you're not aligned. You're not doing this." Straight snap to your running back. Go oh. straight. Get one yard. Touchdown. Hundred percent. Do you want to airdrop it or all something? Right, nobody report that. Don't that. That'll be our play this week. All right. You want the airdrop or something? Yeah, please do. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Right, next up we hear from Stefan Diggs. Josh Allen tends to get better and better. What do you put that down to? Because you guys have a very, very special bond. 
Uh, more so like, you know, practice. I mean, it sounds kind of like cliche, but more so the consistency of it and, you know, getting to know a guy. I've been in Buffalo for a couple of years now and getting to know him and, you know, more like personality. So you grow as you go throughout seasons. Every season is different. You got to adjust and it's just, it's been fun. You know, this year we're starting off how we want to start off, you know, can be better in a lot of areas. So it's that constant chase for perfection. So Stefan, obviously you've been been in London before. What, what sort of advice do you give for the new guys who've never been before, never played for abroad before? Uh, across the pond, I would just say take it one day at a time, one day at a time, try to get some rest when, you, when you're supposed to, at least. And uh, go out there and ball out. I mean, I try to make it more than what it is. Uh, it's a it's a game day, you know, work trip. I don't have too much fun out there, but more so focus on the task they have and that's trying to get a win. Stefan, it's your first time here since 2017. Have you got a message for the British fans that are out here to see you? I'm so excited. Um, hopefully they welcome me back with open arms. It's been a while, uh, but I'm excited. Uh, football over here, just it feels different. People are excited. Um, it's not necessarily a new sport, but it's something that they don't get to see often. So um, I know I know they're excited to go out there and cheer them on. Let them know that third down is a big down. It's more so like I, I'm not a huge sleeper, so I don't, I don't get too much rest. I like I'll be up throughout the night. Uh, I, don't, I don't care when I play where I play. Um, I just go out there and try to go hoop. Thank you. Josh was just up here. He said he was kind of dragging a little bit. How would you feel? Sleep how do you feel? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how are you feeling after this late and everything? I'm fine. I'm ready to go. Uh, I can play right now if I had to. I don't, I don't really sleep much for so it's not a big deal to me. But you know, sleepy head does need to get his rest. And, uh, <laughs> He was tired this morning, so before dinner, you know, make him return, get some rest a little bit, but I don't care how I feel, I gotta go. Stefan, welcome back to London. Your offense is off to a great start this season. How would you describe your connection on the field with Josh Allen's new British fans? Uh, how can I, I don't know a word that's, that's like a good word. Give me a good word. Cheeky smile. <laughs> I know what that means, but it's a cheeky connection. Stefan, uh, you've seen many more games being played in Europe. I've seen you traveling around Europe in the yeah. summer. Where else would you have uh, a game in Europe? Where would you want to have another game? Well, I mean, of all places, you know, this will be my second time here. I kind of want to explore the world a little bit. Maybe some Australia, maybe some Mexico. Football in Mexico and Australia might not be bad. Europe getting a little bit more football than anybody else, but you know, uh, they can make this an international thing, why not try this one? Stefan, um, now that you've been here for a couple of times, can you talk about like how crazy the fans are and if you compare them to the American fans, like who's crazier? I was, I mean, I don't want to say, but, uh, it is crazy here. They just cheer on every down. That's why I try to let them know that makes sure third down is a big down. But, uh, as long as they're having a good time and enjoying the sport, um, you know, we all, we're all over here excited to be over here, you know, welcoming all the love and, you know, trying to expand this game of football. It's always fun. So try to get a lot more Bills jerseys over here, too. It's a little bit, you know, it's a little scattered. Can we expect a special celebration from you? I've been you? working on it. I've been working on it. I had to do a little research. You know, okay. You'll see a little something. A little something. Got a score. Right? What does that say to you? Like, where do you are you on? The local football, the real football <laughs> celebration. So, we'll see. Do you have some 
Yeah, they uh they kind of put us on a little time crunch, so we don't have too much time, and we're like a little hour away from the city, I think, roughly. But uh, I'm gonna try to get over there. You know, I'm a chronic shopper, so I try to go buy some stuff when I get a chance. But right now, you know, hang out with you all. <laughs> <laughs> Staff, last post game, you had a Beatles T-shirt on. Yeah. My question is, is that more of a fashion statement or a music statement? I would say fashion statement because every time I wear a band. Yeah, I would say, name a song right now. <laughs> Plus two, and I can't name a song. Steph, <laughs> are you more familiar with Europe, with the more travel than the rest of the guys, and maybe a little more comfortable this year? Uh, I'm, I'm comfortable wherever I go, and especially I'm around the guys, around my team. Uh, Europe is a fun place, too. It's not like you're going into an environment where people don't want you to be there. It's definitely welcome, and it's definitely uh, fun for me. So I spend a little bit of time over here in the summertime, too. So. You can't wait to come back. Favorite Beatles song. There it is. There it is. It is. I'm going. Thank you. Yeah, right. Thank you. One final one for this week, and it was a good one. Uh, make sure you listen to the whole thing because, uh, yeah, you had some great insight into a lot of different things. But it is Von Miller. Uh, it's uh, it's it's super cool. It's super cool. I, I've been here a couple of times. I've been in Manchester and Liverpool and Birmingham and been in London and I've been able to witness you know, some 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 soccer out here. But I am uh, excited to uh, play American football in front of this crowd. You know, the English fans are incredible, and I'm looking forward to to playing football in front of everybody. What what are the chances of that actually happening? Now, Sean just said you're still kind of a day to day situation. <laughs> I think it's like 94 and a half percent. So you said football, or our football, your soccer, um, you like watching it, so who's your team? Um, Manchester. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I, like, I like Manchester uh, City too, I, I spend a lot of time there too, I, I like um, Manchester. But I like London too, Manchester. Vaughn, just to clarify, 94 and a half percent that you will be able to play on Sunday? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, <laughs> I think that's the same bit. Um, it's, been a, it's been a long road, um, long road to recovery. Um, had uh, two really good practices, had a really good practice today. Yeah, I think it's the same bit that, uh, that I'll be out there for. What makes you so confident that you're like in, in game shape? I mean, you're, obviously uh, the uh, knee is where it is, but I mean, you've got the experience, you know your body, obviously. Yeah, just take never said anything about game shape. <laughs> that, that takes that takes a lot, you know. I'm, I didn't, I wasn't able to do training camp, wasn't able to do preseason, uh, wasn't able to play the first four games of the season. So you can't discount this sport, you know. It takes a uh, takes a lot, and I'm, I have so much respect for this sport. You just can't jump right into. Things. And I don't expect me to to jump right into things, but I expect to just you know put my toe in a little bit, and then you know work my way out to the deep end so I can start swimming. But it's um. It's a it's a brutal sport. It's a fun sport, and, and I'm sure it takes some time for me to get where I want to be. So realistically, you're talking, you know, kind of a pitch count, so you know, limited number of plays, but get in there and. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm 94 percent uh, ready to play. So whatever happens after that, that's all I'm the coach. Hey, when you just mentioned it's been a long road to recovery. Um, the defense is playing lights out right now, and I spoke to head coach Sean McDermott about how strong 
Matt Milano's coming on, yeah. whether you have a pitch count or not, how excited are you to get back integrated into this defense? I mean, I'm coming into a really, really good situation. You know, Josh Allen's on fire, our offense is on fire, defense is playing lights out, um, and it's just, a, it's just a, it's just a good time, you know, to work me. I'm not, you know, coming in to save the team or anything like that. We already have a really good defense, and you know, for me to play a couple of snaps and try to try to contribute, that's all. I think, you know, really just the first day, I was just super excited to be out there with my teammates. You know, I was just super excited to be out there with my teammates and have the pads on them. And then, um, you know, the next day, it's like, all right, I got to work my way into, like, football stuff. And then, boom, you come out here. So I've, I've had just limited experience, but I think I just got to rely on, you know, my 13 years in the league uh, when it comes to football. There's no way I can replicate the conditioning or you know, the contact or the physicality of, of the game. But I've just got to rely on, you know, uh, my football skills is all I have right now. So how would you describe the balance between being excited for what you've seen the defense do versus your frustration about being out there? Uh, I haven't been frustrated at all. I don't have any pride in this. You know, I just want to win. You know, we've been winning and, and playing great. So, you know, the balance is, um, like, I just want to win. I just want to be out there with the guys. So, I don't have any frustration or anything. We've been playing lights out, and I'm just excited to be up here with you guys. Vaughn, you mentioned how well. Frustration of having to enjoy what you know, their practice and technologies and yeah. stuff, and that, that aspect. Not necessarily. Yeah, it's, it's no frustration for me. I, I party with them just like, the, like I won, and I was in the game. You know, it, it really don't matter to me. I came here for one reason, and that's to win. So as long as we win, I don't, I don't have any pride in staying. I just want to win. So, Vaughn, you've been there, done that, you've won the Super Bowls. What sort of advice do you give the defense, especially when you're not playing, when you're not in the field? What sort of advice do you give them? Um, you know, I, I think it's just uh, it's, it's from an individual standpoint. Um, you know, individual success is team success, and I just try to motivate guys individually, like Ed Oliver. I try to motivate him to be, you know, um, one of the best D tackles in the league. I know he feels the same way about his game, and then, you know, motivate Greg Rousseau the same way, and you know, Micah, Micah Hyde, and Matt Milano. It's it's a uh, and so it's, it's from an individual standpoint for me. I just try to motivate the guys individually. In, individual success is team success. And, you know, when they go out there and they ball out, I feel like I'm out there too. Well, you we know you like uh, chicken and chicken wings, but have you tried the fish and chips? And what do you think of them if you have here in London? Yeah, I like the fish and chips. I like Nando's too. Hey. <laughs> I like Nando's a lot. Um, yeah, but the fish and chips are great. Um, it's just incredible. My brother, he's been here for a week. That's all he's, he's eating that about three times a day, all day he's been here. So just, the food is great here. I mean, it just has this different taste. I can't really explain what it is. The strawberries taste a little bit different. The bacon tastes, tastes a little bit different. The chicken tastes a little bit different. It's, 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 it's really good, especially speaking of chicken. We got chicken back in the States. It's called Greener Pastures Chicken. You guys want to check it out? It's a little far back in Elgin, Texas, and they, they have really good chicken too. So make sure you check it out. What you mentioned? Oh, I've been here before. Like, okay. In 2017, I was here for you know like 30 nights, a whole month. So I've been here and I've had a lot of experience, not just here in London, but Manchester, Birmingham, you know, uh, Liverpool. Took the we took the, the train over to Paris. So. I've been here, I had a lot of experience. This is all business for me, and you know, these three days that I'm here, I'm just trying to lock in and play the best ball that we possibly play. Well, you're, back in, you're back in the UK. I asked this question to Josh Allen. Your good friend, Pay Adams, asked the question, 
How often do you think about the Roman Empire? How often do I think about the Roman Empire? The Roman Empire? Mm -hmm. uh, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> It, it never really crosses my mind. You talking about Julius Caesar and no guy? Oh, well, oh yeah. Uh, I, I I can't say that. <laughs> this is probably the first time that I've thought about it in, in quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> what is that five point five percent chance? Like, like, what to you is that possible? Uh, probably if I wake up, see, you know, something hard, but I don't see that happen because the food is, is incredible here. So it's just, you know, it's just a matter of time. You still got to stay where your feet are. You got to stay present and just take it one day at a time. Today's Friday. You know, I'm enjoying media day, being out here with my teammates tomorrow. We, we have a walk through and you just take it higher and closer. You know, if everything continues to be how it is, then you know, Sunday will be a good day for us. Von, you mentioned how well the defense is playing, in particular leading the league in sacks. How important is it to have depth across that defensive line so you can keep rotating guys in and out? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really important, and I think Brandon Bean has done a great job you know, really uh, building up this, this defensive line and the offensive line, too, and really all positions that we have. You know, we're pretty stacked across the board, and it just shows what type of general manager uh, Brandon Bean is. He's, he's one of the best GMs in all of sports. Uh, to take, uh, you know, Buffalo from what it was to where it is now, that's, uh, that, that takes a lot of talent and skill and knowledge of the game. So that's all, that's, that's all Brandon Bean, and he, he's done an incredible job with this team. Ron, obviously with the jet lag, you probably have a lot of teammates that do different stuff. What's your go-to to fight off jet lag? Um, I just try to stay awake. Like I just take a shower and, you know, I've had some nights where I had to you know, stay up for 48 hours. Or back in my young days, you know, party nights, you just fall back on that. You know, you don't want to fall asleep. You know, you take a shower. Um, we go check out the city after this. They have a really good golf course here. I'm going to check out a pro shop and just really just take it hour by hour. Until about like eight, nine o'clock, and then I, then I fall asleep. Oh yeah, I see you with Alabama hat. You might have to take that off. Might <laughs> <laughs> take that off after tomorrow. The Aggies, the Aggies, they, we've been rolling. That uh, that loss versus Miami, that's in the past. Um, we played really good football. We beat a good Arkansas team last week, and beat a good Auburn team before the end. And now we got. A really big test, but I feel like our team is, is built for Alabama, it's built for Georgia, so it's, uh, it's going to be exciting times in College Station. It's going to be a good one. Vaughn, with the injuries that you faced during your career, do you face the sport differently? Do you see it differently than when you were younger and had not suffered a big injury like you have now? Um, you said, do I see the sport differently? Or? Yeah, or face it different. Like how? I don't know, when an athlete is hurt, sometimes coming back is different, how you prepare or how you enjoy the game. Yeah. All that has it changed? Do you view it in a different way? I think everybody's circumstances are, are different, you know, and everybody's situation is different. You know, for me, I'm 34 years old. This is my 13th year in the National Football League. Um, I'm building everything under the sun. Um, I really just try to stay present. I really just try to, you know, look at uh, the blessings that I have each and every day and be grateful for the blessings that I have. And I got two beautiful baby boys, you know, Victory and Valor and. And I got to play for a great team, great organization. We got Josh Allen, that's our quarterback. And our defense is, 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 is playing really good. Like It's, it's kind of hard for me to you know, be depressed or down. Like, as a matter of fact, it's impossible for me to walk around like that. And like I said, it's, uh, you know, everybody's situation is different and everybody's circumstance is different. But for me, I mean, you know, this is my 13th year in the league. Um, I'm excited to be here. Um, just watching practice on Wednesday, getting ready for the Jags, like my heart was beating. Like, I was so excited to be back. It felt like game day for me. 
you know, I just try to stay present. I'm, I'm grateful for each and every opportunity that I get. Not just, um, you know, here in the football field, but in life, you know, I've, I've truly been blessed to uh, play a kid's game, you know, this, this long and to come here to London and, you know, play at Tottenham Stadium and in front of the English, in front of the whole entire world. Like, I just try to, you know, keep that perspective in, in everything I do and I'm, and I'm so grateful um, just for each and every moment that I get. So. Even though the ACL injury was tough, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to be down like, once I look and see you know, how my life is, is going. So I'm uh, truly grateful for every minute I have. Ron, you spoke, about, you spoke about the offense and defense there. Only five teams in NFL history have scored at least 135 points through the first four games, if you're not fewer than 60. When we speak about that, does that give you confidence in this team You know, that could potentially go all the way? I know we're only first quarter through the season. What's it like at the moment in terms of Super Bowl aspirations? Yeah, man, we come. We, we, got, a, we got a good team. We got a good team. There's a lot of good teams out there, though. And um, it's refreshing to be on a great team. You know, we, we got Josh Allen, like I said, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best. You know, we play, I play on great defense. You know, if not the best, one of the best defenses in the league. And I think once you have a situation like that, you just have to humble yourself and reset week to week. You know, every single week you see teams that that lose that shouldn't lose, and you see teams win that shouldn't win. And we don't want to be that team. We don't want to be a team that's going up and down, up and down. So we just reset. Um, we always keep the standard the standard. Um, we always put the process over whatever outcome happens. And I think uh, with a team like that that has that, has that mind, the mentality and that mindset, it's, uh, it's great. You know, I've been on two Super Bowl teams before, and you know, we had uh, similar mindsets. We got a really good team with Cole, man. We got Josh Allen. We got a good defense. But at the same time, you got to be humble and, and take it one day at a time for sure. Well, you mentioned Josh Allen a couple of times. You know how important he is. How important is he off the pitch for you as a team? He's a special guy. He's a baller for sure. He's a baller for sure. And I think, uh, you know, he's, he's special on the football field, but he's special off the football field. I can, call him, I can call him right now. I go no matter what time it is. And it might ring once. It might ring twice. But he's always going to pick up. Uh, I called him one time right before the season start to see if the golf course is open. And it was probably like 8 o'clock in the morning. And boom, he was still in the bed and he woke up. And he, he, he told me that the golf course was closed after 12 and he went back to sleep. And, you know, the other day, it's probably like two weeks ago, and the sump pump had ruptured in my house. And it's probably 9 30 at night, 10, 10 o'clock at night. Called Josh Allen, was like, hey, I need to play stage. Hey, you know, come on over. Like, you know, he's a great person. And, uh, you know, he's a great person on the football field too. He doesn't live double lives. Who you see on the football field is who he is, who he is off the football field. And it's just, you know, refreshing to have not only him but all of our team is like that. You got to have a tight knit group, you know, to play great ball in Buffalo. That's that's, that's really all we got is, is is each other. And you know, Josh Allen, he really embodies it. Vaughn, Sean was saying that some of the guys were trying their best British accents. Uh, did you hear any of them? How did they do? Like, how was Ed? Have you heard any of the guys doing that? They were, they were trying to. Their best British accents. Oh, I mean, yeah, he has, you know, he's from Texas like me. You know, it's, uh, he has a Texan, he has a Texan accent. Well, I spent some time here, you know, um, Manchester, the accent is like Manchester. Like <laughs> then Birmingham is like Birmingham. It's like, it's like a, a deeper, like, you know, accent. And then uh, Liverpool is like, Liverpool, like Liverpool. <laughs> and then Newcastle, they have like one of the funniest words, like Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle. <laughs> so it's um, you know, it's a it's a small it's a small country, but 
you just go a couple miles, like the accent changes like drastically. So when I was here in 2017, that was one of the, um, the interesting and cool things that I that I really liked about um, you know, the English here. The accents change and they vary just a couple of miles over the road. Vaughn, so we know you like soccer and you visited Barcelona and met with a certain Leo Messi. Yeah. Can you describe for us the impact he's had on soccer that side of the States? Oh, yeah. He's not only on this side of the States, but just globally, like, he's, he's insane. Um, yeah, I went to um, watch uh, Barcelona play FC Madrid. I think that was in 2018, and that was my first you know, soccer match that I, that I saw, and I, I got to meet Gerald PK after the game, and it's just, it was just so different than how we play football on this side. You know, um, Messi is just an international superstar. It doesn't matter where you go. You can go to Alabama in the United States, and people know who Messi is. And you can go to um, Dubai. You can go to Greenland. You can go anywhere across the world, and everybody knows who Messi is. So he just had a huge impact not only not only on the um, sport of soccer, but just and just as an athlete in general. He's um, he's uh, he's huge, man. I'm a big fan of Messi. So Ron, you've also you've been on Super Bowl in the teams. You mentioned before that. So what do you think's probably missing from the teams that you won the Super Bowl with, with the Bills now? Um, if there's anything. I don't think it is anything missing. You know, football is just one of those things, like, the, the model for football, like, it's, it's so dope, it's so cool. It's, it's different from basketball. If you put four great players, four of the top four players in the NBA on one team, it's a, it's a huge chance that they might win the championship. And football is not like that. You know, each and every week, you know, teams lose, they shouldn't lose, like I said before, teams win, they shouldn't win. Um, it's more of a, a mindset, you know, to get everybody on the same mindset, not just the players, but the front office people, the, uh, the cafeteria workers, the infrastructure on the team has that mindset, has to have that championship mindset week in and week out, not only for the 17 weeks of the actual season, but into playoffs and ultimately win the Super Bowl. We don't get five and six games to decide a winner, you get 60 minutes on any particular Sunday to figure it out. And if you're on, you can win. If you're if you're not, you can lose. No matter how good your team is, or no matter how team, no matter how bad your team is. And I think that's what makes our sport great. You know, each and every each and every week, your team can be 0 and 4, and they can and they can win and turn the ship around. And your team can be 4 and 0, and they can just go out there and lay an egg. So football has a great model, and I, I love the NFL. <coughs> Who's the Messi of the NFL? Who's the Messi? Yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you know, those two guys. You know, it, just, it just depends on how you look at it. So who's Ronaldo? Who's Ronaldo? Who's Ronaldo? Okay, man, we can say we can say Messi is, is uh, we can say Messi is uh, Patrick Mahomes and we say Ronaldo is Josh Allen. Like so you say Ronaldo's the goal then? I like them both. <laughs> see what y'all trying to do. That's what y'all trying to do. I like them both. Vaughn, if you had to play a European sport professionally, soccer, rugby, uh, tennis, boxing, which would you choose? I would choose soccer. I would, I would, I would be a defenseman in soccer. You know, I saw Jerry Cage like 6'4". Like that would, that, would, that, would, that would be me. I would hope for that to be me, just, just running bodyguards on defense. I'm not quick enough to you know, chop guys up and strike like they do in I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. You saw the salaries in Saudi.